Fall camp is officially underway in Mount Pleasant, and Central Michigan football is less than a month out, 26 days until that opener in Missouri. We talk with Coach Mack about how the first few practices have gone, get a peek at what the quarterback position looks like. Will it be Daniel Richardson to open the season in 2021? Will it be someone new? Coach Mack provides some insight. We talk about the new transfers that have come into the program and so much more. You won't want to miss it. Our guest this week is John Keller. We check in on how the Chippewa quarterback is doing after his scary incident in late April and see what his plans are moving forward. Thanks so much for tuning in and hope you enjoy. The Coach Mag Podcast for the first time in 2021 reporting to you in the midst of football camp. Coach, how's everything going? Well, I, Adam, it's been a blast, I'm telling you. And, uh, man, it's so much fun to just see the kids out there working their tails off. We've had some really good practices, and, and, uh, and we're into some pads now. So we actually <clears throat> took the underwear off and got after each other a little bit. It was great to see the competition. You've said it before, you can't take for granted anything now after what last year was, but you guys are, what, two, three practices in? I mean, just to be out there again and to be with the guys, really, for the first time, it's got to be super special for you and the coaching staff. Well, it is, and, and you know, you just kind of look back and think about what was taken away, and, and uh, you know, especially with how hard these guys work and, and the time they put in in the off season, so... Uh, it's been fun, and, and uh, you know, it's the crazy thing is we have double the amount of players out there right now than we had a year ago when they chose to put uh, the season back on. And so it's like we're having a real football practice. I mean, it's not like grid kits like it was a year ago. So you're telling me in, in all the media scrums throughout the uh, season coming up here, you're not going to be uh... – hating on yourself for sending all your your kids home here in 2021 no, you know what i'm still angry at myself <laughs> but you know I, I thought i was ahead of the curve and you know tried to save the university and the athletic department and the other sports some money by sending the kids home and you know what i'll probably figure out here about 20 years from now like i do right now that was about the stupidest thing i've ever done but you know what i'm I've done, I'm sure I've done other stupid things, but, uh, you know, it's okay. Those kids that played with us last year, I was proud of those guys. It's the one team picture I actually have hanging in my office is this ragtag group of 50-some guys sitting in the indoor after our last practice. And uh, it's one I'll always remember because those kids uh, fought their tails off. Well, and double the amount now, as you said, a full roster and then some with the, the COVID year and uh, all the new rules coming into 2021. So uh, just take us through what, what it's stood out to you so far through the for the first few days. Is it simply just been being back out there or what have you seen on the field? Well, I, I, you know, a couple things. I mean, I, I mean, you look at our bodies. I, I just what uh, Joel and the strength staff have done. Uh, with these guys in the off season, uh, we, we, you know, we look different and, and uh, you know, in a good way. I mean, we've got, you know, the guys look like a real college football team and uh, it's, 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 you can tell the work they put in it. And, you know, the other great thing is through kind of the nutrition and the things we've been able to do, uh, you know, from an upgrade standpoint, um, you know, I'm 
looking at the weight charts you just got dropped off after the last practice and and then you look in the morning and and i'll be darned you know these these guys are doing a great job of staying hydrated and and uh, putting the right fuel in their body that helps us practice coach is there a way that you try and ease into things as it is that first few days of full go trying to get back in game day shape leading up to that first one coming up here in, in 26 days well it, it things have kind of changed over the years you know with the with the kids all being here in the summer and basically going through an eight-week training program uh, you know with our strength staff you know the the the, the old days like back even when I played you know you had to spend the first couple of weeks getting back into shape because you didn't do much over the summer mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it you know the kids are already in really good shape now obviously it's different you know game you know game shapes a little bit different so w- we do a lot of drills and try to simulate you know different drives different uh, you know play counts and, and that kind of thing um, you know with the short bursts and and trying to get them into, uh, you know, really those drive kind of shapes for more than, any, you know, for, for, you know, eight plays, you know, nine plays, you know, three plays, you know, 12 plays, that, that kind of thing. Um, and so we don't have to do a lot of, you know, just conditioning, you know, we kind of let the practice itself get the guys into game shape. Now, just for people listening, I just wanted to make sure they know you referenced back when you played. That was 40 years ago, back in 1980. <laughs> just for anybody that wasn't aware, oh, I want coach. I just wanted to let them know. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, and I did wear short shorts and uh, pulled my socks up. So I get it. Uh, kids look to picture of me right now. They, you know, from then they'd really make fun of me. But uh, no, we it was. Uh, you know, it's a lot different now. And, of course, the rules have changed, uh, you know, as far as, you know, there isn't the day of three-a-days and two-a-days is far gone. They've, they've changed a lot of the rules for the safety of our players and, and safety of the game. Um, they've cut down on the amount of um, actual live tackling you can do uh, within a training camp. You're only allowed two full scrimmages um, and then limited limited time and i think it's for the good you know it's for the safety of the guys and and yet uh we're able to get a lot of good things done even through walkthroughs so they've replaced a lot of the um you know the second and third practice you can get out and actually do some walkthroughs with these guys and i think you know I, i think there's a lot of people in this world that probably learn better by doing it than sitting there in a classroom so i think that's helped us a little bit too yeah, that was going to be my next question, Coach. With the guys already being in shape, like you mentioned, you talk about walkthroughs, but what has been the focus in terms of practice and drills over these first few days? Well, we, we've really harped on the detail of a lot of different little things and, uh, you know, making sure that, that we don't con- con- continue to, like, make some of these little mistakes um, and really – try to dive down into the detail of each install. Um, our coaching staff does a fantastic job of that. And so when we do get on the field, you know, we can actually get good film. You know, yes, you're going to make a mistake, but that's why you practice. Um, you learn from it. Uh, and yet at the same time, I think 
you know, those walkthroughs or we call it class on grass. Um, our class on grass uh, time has been really good. And, and uh, you know, as we continue through camp, again, we're only on day three install. So we'll be on day four here tonight when we go to meetings. Um, and, uh, and it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to see it. Um, you know, both staffs offensively and defensively work really well together, you know, so, um, we kind of know what's going in on both sides of the ball, which allows us, you know, to prepare, uh, which is good. There aren't a lot of, you know, any secrets or, you know, I'm not big on, Hey, go win the drill. Let's, let's make sure our guys are getting better. And, uh, then when it's time to compete and got to have it period or a two minute period or a team run period, you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll get after it then a little bit. Well, coach, three days in, so that means you've had plenty of time to decide who the starting <clears throat> quarterback is, right? You've got an answer for us? Yeah, right. No, I tell you <laughs> what, I like the way all three guys are, are you know, catching on and, and making some plays. And we started, uh, you know, obviously a huge Achilles heel for us last year was third downs. It was embarrassing, as was our record. But, uh, you know, we, we – we started in on third downs today. We've we've had some red areas things and really doing a, you know, charting and breaking down each and everything we do in those situational pieces during practice. Um, so we know, A, we're doing the right thing. Um, B, we're getting the right players in the right spots to be able to make plays. And, and then obviously, uh, you know, delivering it at the quarterback position. So uh, it's been good. We had a but a real competitive uh, got to have it period today in third and medium. It was fun to see the guys out there competing. Coach uh, Kevin Barbe, your offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach now in his first year, taking over from the <coughs> wide receivers uh, position. He met with the media today and he said uh, the battle between Richardson and Sermon is fierce was the word he used. Would you reiterate that? I mean, what's it been like watching yeah, these guys compete? No, I mean, and, and yet both guys are teammates, you know I mean? I, um, you know, you can see them, you know, encouraging each other, uh, talking to each other, you know, about reads, you know, when maybe Tyler's in there, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think that's really good. Uh, but both competitive guys, obviously. And, you know, I, <clears throat> I would say the competition is fierce because both guys want to be the starter. And uh, that's a good thing. Nobody's taking a back seat. And, uh no, I'm not sleeping on Tyler Pape either. I mean, he, he just continues to get better and better. And there again, I'll kick myself for, you know, not having him here last year. But uh, at the same time, I, I think we've done a, I think we've done a good job, you know, since, since we've uh, gotten here as far as stabilizing that quarterback room. And that was going to be my next question. Is it a, a two quarterback race? Is it three? Is it potentially more before we get to that opener at Missouri? Well, you know, uh, Jace Bauer got here off of, you know, going to the championship of the uh, baseball this this summer uh, with his team uh, back in Iowa, and uh, you know we didn't miss on that one either. I, I I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I I feel really good about the evaluation of the guys. Um, you know, now we just got to figure out who's going to you know complete those third downs and who's going to get the ball in the end zone and and take care of the football. That That's really where we're at right now. 
you mentioned it, and again, Coach Barbe mentioned it today. You talked about third down efficiency and then red zone efficiency. Is that in practice as you get ready for the season? Is it all situational stuff that gets you better in those categories? Well, you, you try to simulate as many of those as possible and not necessarily just in a group. You know, you try to get them in the flow of different racks of plays, um, you know, so the guys feel a little more like, like you know, game situation. And yet, you know, right now, this early in camp, a lot of this stuff is scripted. Uh, we did a, you know, first and 10 play the second today, which I, I really like that. We'll get into a <clears throat> second and 10 play the third uh, tomorrow you know, where the guys have to react to whatever situation comes up. Um, and, you know, we, we have certain installs that we're going to run, you know, that given practice uh, in certain situations. Um, so it's good that everybody gets a chance to run them. And, and then we can stack them on film and sit in there and stare at them in the film room and, you know, figure out the good and the bad and the ugly. We, we talked with a couple of the quarterbacks today as well and wanted to ask you a question about each, uh, beginning with Daniel Richardson. Coach, I asked him what he thought he's improved on from last year uh, to this year. and He said his footwork and just getting the ball out faster. Is, is yeah. that something that you've noticed where he's taken a step forward from his experience in that sixth game or even shortened because of his injury last year? Yeah, <clears throat> that was, uh, you know, in the offseason, you know, talk with him that was one of the biggest things, you know, he, he, you've got to know it well enough and anticipate and get the ball out on time. And, and, uh, you know, he was, he was having trouble seeing things and, and obviously people out there will say, well, he's, he's not real tall. Well, you know what? There's some great quarterbacks out there that aren't real tall. Um, it's about figuring out where the throwing lane is, um, and trusting, you know, that, that your receivers are going to be there. I mean, a lot of that now, comes from playing quarterback is you've got to trust a guy's going to be there because those windows close pretty quickly and uh you know you've got to throw with some anticipation and you got to have your feet set as a quarterback and and be prepared to deliver when that when that window opens so he, he that is one thing we talked about and i do believe that that he's gotten better at and then for Jacob Sermon, the, the new transfer coming in from Washington, he mentioned, Coach, a strength of his is being a field general, IDing the defense and being able to get the ball in his playmaker's hands, which I know you've got a ton of those on offense heading into this year. Uh, what have you noticed about the way um, he's gone through spring ball and now just through the first few days of camp? Well, you know, I think you know, D. Rich has a little advantage because, you know, this is now technically his third year in the system. You know, coming off a red shirt, then having a little bit last year and then into this year. So, you know, he's a little more comfortable with with the system right now than than Jacob. And, and yet um, he's absolutely right. He's, he's very cerebral. Uh, he loves the game of football and wants to know a lot about it. And, uh, you know, the the thing that at times, you know, we, we've got to make sure our accuracy is there and and. Uh, we're delivering it where the ball needs to be, whether it's away from a defender, um, you know, whether it's on the back shoulder and that kind of thing. He is a real football junkie, as is D. Rich, and, and uh, that's, that's a good trait to have playing that position. 
One of the unique things about Jacob, too, just because he is newer, he's still getting to know the guys. And uh, yeah. I was interested with a comment he made today, Coach. He said he feels completely comfortable um, playing behind the offensive line right now. He said he was uh, really impressed with the way that they've began fall camp. How has that unit looked uh, to get ready here for 2021? Well, it's good. You know, I mean, we, we – uh... I think that first year, I'm not even sure we had enough that we could have a full spring practice. <laughs> um, so, I mean, having 15 able bodies, um, you know, is great, number one. But number two, I mean, it starts with, you know, the center, and, and we've got some real good center candidates, both obviously Jamez and, and then Keegan Smith, another guy I'm kicking myself about sending home. But, um, you know, he, he's a guy that can play both center and guard. And, and that's a really good thing. And then when you look on the outsides, you know, with those two tackles, uh, you know, and, and Gadecki and, and uh, obviously our, our, what was he on? Felds or some kind of super freak list or something, Bernard? Yes, what? the, the freak guy? list, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so wasn't the super freak? Bruce Feldman tabs list. at the 2021 Freaks list, and Bernard okay. Raymond checks in at number 26, Coach. I, okay, good. So I was just wondering if we had a little Rick James going today or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, you know, with those two guys, you, you feel good about your backside being protected and penetration, you know, from the other side. So uh, Danny Matowski having him back and healthy. Taking all the reps has been good. Titan Ferris has obviously been playing and been here. I think he's really taken some huge strides. So, you know, I, I think his comment is absolutely correct. Um, and yet, you know, you're you're going against your own guys. And I've been really impressed with our defensive line. Um, I think Ian Scott's doing an outstanding job coaching these guys. And we've got some Energizer, energizer bunnies over there on that D-line. Um, that I think we can uh, make some things happen. I'm still trying to figure out how a 304-pounder uh, bench presses 450 but then can run a 4.6 shuttle, Coach. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> I, I don't understand this. Well, uh, it's called genetics, okay? <laughs> and I, I don't know whether you took that class or anything, but uh, I think that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, well, those are some genetics that uh, I know I didn't get. Uh, I don't think you got those as well, unfortunately. But, uh, wow, fun to watch. Or or fortunately, I didn't have to go play that position. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Coach, you, you talked with the media last week, so I did want to also ask uh, about some new transfers because you've picked up a couple of names. I know some wide receivers and uh, some other positions. So run us through some of the, some of the new names that uh, are coming in, not as incoming freshmen, but from the transfer portal as well? Well, I think, you know, we, we really helped ourselves um, at the wide receiver position. Uh, Remy Simmons, uh, he was actually with Coach Barbet down at Stephen F. Austin, uh, you know, the year before uh, we got here um, when Kevin was the OC down there. And um, he's got, he's got great quickness and, and has really done some really good things. LeVar Gums, uh, who actually played for Coach Slaughter. Um, and these are two guys that have played college football, right? I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not new to them. And they're really stepping up and are going to help this team 
um, you know, behind Ja'Cory and, and uh, Double D, Dallas Dixon, and, of course, KP. Um, you know, those guys are going to be those well-needed as some of these freshmen. I tell you what, Tyson Davis is doing a fantastic job. I like what he's doing. Alec Ward, uh, you know, was banged up a little last year, but uh, I think he's done a good job. And then, you know, this Finn Hogan guy that, that uh, you know, came to us uh, as an incredible track athlete, um, he's made probably some of the most impressive things happen in camp. But as far as those new guys, you know, you look at uh, from a transfer standpoint, Remy and, and, and LeVar and, and you know, when you move over to the D line, um, you know, uh, John Wesley Whiteside, uh, who was actually, um, you know, a, a all conference guy at Austin P, um, has, has really come in into the inside and done a, what I feel is a, you know, really good job. I, 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 I was excited about him and, and what he's been able to do and, and really helping us on the inside, which is where we, we needed that to happen. Um, you know, as, as we kind of move forward, you know, we've got some other guys that, that are stepping up. So it's been good. It's been good. Yeah, it certainly sounds like you've got a ton of weapons and uh, getting getting good play early from both sides of the ball, which is uh, tremendous to hear. A couple more things, Coach, before uh, we get our guest in here. One, I want to get your thoughts first on the homecoming news that came out, and it was announced that uh, the Grand Marshal for the homecoming game and uh, the parade here in Mount Pleasant is going to be Joe Staley, of course, uh, had a oh, tremendous wow. career yeah. for Central Michigan and then uh, a great career in the NFL as well. How special will that be uh, to have him back on campus? Well, getting those former chips back and then especially the guys that, that obviously went on and had great careers. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited as heck about it. And, uh, and, and I think, I really think, you know, for the fans, I mean, uh, to celebrate a guy that really carried the cent, you know, the, the CMU flag and the Chippewa flag and, and a guy that, that, uh, you know, did it for a long time at a very high level, man, a lot to be proud of. And I'm excited. He, he, he's coming back and wants to come back. Captain and Mac champ in 2006, first round pick by the Niners in 2007, and maybe some some good news for Bernard Raymond, coach. Uh, a former tight end turned left tackle was Joe Staley. So uh, there's some history there. Well, and not only that, uh, you know, we we uh, when we got here, we made Luke Gadecki the other tackle that was in the tight end room, um, turned him into a tackle as well, and. And I think, you know, at, a, at schools like this, um, you know, you have to develop guys. And, and it's amazing. You know, they might have played all the sports and, and, and done things like that, and maybe came in at 245 pounds or something. But then uh, as soon as they start eating and lifting, uh, they grow out of their clothes and they've got good feet as athletes. And uh, that's what really helps you at tackle and playing in the offensive line. And then, Coach, uh, the last thing, uh, more sombering news, uh, this note yesterday as we record this on a Monday, uh, Bobby Bowden, the Hall of Fame coach for yeah. Florida State, uh, passed away. Just your thoughts when you heard that. Well, I, I think about the 
couple of times I was so fortunate to visit with him and, and, uh, you know, he, uh, one of those guys that never forgot your name, you know, he, 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 uh, he really meant so much to so many and obviously what he, what he's done there and, and a man of faith, I was very fortunate. He, you know, gave me a book, uh, called the coach, uh, by Bobby Bowden and, and, uh, signed it in a very nice note. And, um, you know, I, I think these are times to really sit back and celebrate, you know, the great things and that, that, that he was able to accomplish. And more importantly, what he gave to the game and more importantly than that, what he did for so many young guys, uh, he will be missed. Uh, you know, his humor is wit and obviously guy that means so much to football. You could check out that uh, book that Coach Mack is talking about. Uh, you tweeted about it yesterday, Coach. Uh, the cover of the book and just a little note, which is pretty special, that he wrote to you inside that book. I know that's something you'll never forget and something you'll always carry with you. No, no doubt about it. And, and uh, you know, it must have been something because I tweeted about it, right? Go ahead. You know, go ahead and take <laughs> take your shot at me, you know, for not tweeting. I get it. But, That's uh, right. You know. Well, I'm try- I'm scrolling the Twitter right now. You you do a lot of the retweeting, but uh, to actually put out uh, a tweet, it was your first since March 26. So pretty pretty <laughs> impactful. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> who's counting? No question. Uh, that's great stuff. Well, hey, on top of this, Coach, I mean, we got fall camp, and um, we had a serious story that came out in uh, the off season. one that you never want to hear about. You never want to get that call as a head coach, but uh, a guy that's persevered, and uh, we're excited to talk to him. Your, your sophomore quarterback, John Keller, um, survived quite the scare. I know he's talked with your team, and uh, – He's gotten him back home with family and seems to be doing well. So we're excited to chat with him here coming up. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and and I'm excited for you know the 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 people listening to, to get a chance to hear from John and and uh, what a great what a great person, what a great teammate, and uh, what a great story. You know, it's uh, it it's we're so fortunate that that he's on the mend. All right, Coach Mack. Well, what do you say we bring in your your tough quarterback here, John Keller? Welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. What's up? <laughs> How you doing, John? Man, it's great to hear your voice. Yeah, it was great when you were here last week and had a chance to visit with the team. And you've done it a couple times, you know, through yep. video. And then, how how was it walking in there and then actually? being in the team room uh for the first time in a while man how was that man it was an awesome feeling just seeing all my teammates and coaches you know big smile on their face and when I walk in there you know they all stand up and it just was really nice to see you know how much support that I that I have and you know through everything you know everybody's been such a a good supporter to me and my family you know it it was a real blessing just to see all those people and you know I, I was glad I got to say something up there and I you know, I hope that touched my teammates and, you know, also my friends. So it was, it was awesome. Sure. It, uh, so how is the rehab going, man? It let's people know. It's going really well. You know, right now things are going in a way that I really want them to, you know, a lot of, you know, at first I, I don't, you know, it was a tough road, you know, it's not, it's not going to be 
to have to something like this and not always going to be easy. But, you know, as, as I've gotten along here, things are being a lot better. You know, I've been taking things slow and, and things are just progressing well. But I mean, that's the key right now is just progressing at a good rate. And, you know, hopefully soon enough I can get back to 100%. Everything, everything's going real solid, though. Good. And uh, still, you know, let people know, planning on, you know, getting back in school and getting after it, right? Yes, sir. Yep. I'm trying to get back there. My, my goal is I want to get back there the 18th. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I want to get back and get back in there and start training and get with my teammates and coaches and everybody and just get back to, you know, school and, and getting back to regular life and getting things rolling again. I'm, I'm really excited to get back. How was it when you went on the field and kind of helped us with some of those drills uh, that night? How did that oh. <laughs> it, it was it was awesome man i was really really happy to just go out there and seeing my teammates come out of the tunnel you know coming out right past the into the field and just helping everybody out and you know seeing the quarterbacks you know it was like it was just a good feeling just seeing that you know it made me want to go out there and throw the ball around <laughs> but you know <laughs> right. but it was awesome the uh i hope you didn't get mad at me when i told you to go sit in your seat and listen and during <laughs> During the team meeting, were, were you? Okay? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. That, that was funny. Uh, yeah, no, that that was all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. The, uh, you know, you, you know, the time now that that you've had in the mend, and and how's it been back home as far as the people there? It, it's been really good. You know, being home. You know, having having my parents. You know, it, it was honestly a huge impact. You know, having them there at the hospital and just having them home with me. You know, it really helped me through my progression, through my health and just having my friends and, you know, other supporters, you know, it was an awesome thing to see, you know, I come home and we have people, you know, some of my, some of my friends that, you know, their families are bringing me food, you know, dinner and bringing me stuff to eat, you know, during the weeks when I was, you know, really in a rough shape at the time when I was home and they're bringing me food and supporting me coming over. It was, it was just awesome to see, you know, the people, how much they cared and, it's been, it's been, it was a good feeling, and you know, I'm really happy to have the people around me that I do. How about, uh, I got some great stories with the, you know, the staff there at, at the hospital. Um, yeah. It, tell me about those people. Oh, the, the, those guys, and, and they were, they were awesome. You know, they, some of them were so funny, and they, they, they were giving me such great support. You know, they, they really helped me through everything. You know, they, they did a lot. The nurses there were awesome. You know, the PAs, doctors, they come in and talk to me. Um, I had a lot of people, you know, that just come in and talk to me. It was it was awesome just to see how many how many people were, you know, cared about what I was going through. And it just felt nice to know that, you know, it wasn't just me going through what I was going through. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, you 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 know, you talk a little bit about your teammates. If if there was one thing you'd say right now, like you know, fall camp is no better roses for anybody, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit of hard work, but oh yeah. Uh, what What would be the one thing you'd say? You know, I really miss that part. You know, of of fall camp. Right. Um, for me, I would say to stay positive, and I know that it's a tough road what you're going through, but I'm telling you, you're gonna miss it in the end when you don't have it and you can't do it no more. Because I'm telling you. I, I mean, I, I even though it's tough, <laughs> when you when you're not able to do it and, and you miss it so much, just seeing, especially going out there and just seeing it's it's tough. You know, I just would say stay positive and keep fighting through it. You know, because at the end you're going to be better for it. 
That's right. That's right. Well, I've got to tell you now, it's, uh, we're excited to get you back and, and so glad you're on the road to recovery and, and, uh, you were able to actually travel a little bit and go down and see your uncle. Is that right? Yeah. I got to go down to Tampa. I got to go there for almost a week and hang out with him. It, it was awesome just to get down there. That was actually my first time in Florida like ever. So it was awesome. How was the humidity? Oh my goodness. It was <laughs> way different than up here. That's for sure. I mean, it was hot. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> we had, uh, we had the guys the other day, I think it was, it was like 84 and 50 percent humidity here and in uh right and it was the first kind of hot day we we kind of had and, and uh i looked up in our first game in columbia it was at that moment it was 96 degrees with 58 percent humidity Jeez. i was like hey boys we got a little ways to go here oh yeah okay, but uh but that's good well man i i really appreciate it is there anything uh you know you want to tell the listeners you know, I just want to say for everybody who's listening, you know, I just want to say thank you all for being able to be there for me. You know, I, you know, as things keep going along, you know, every, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. You know, when you're living in the now, sometimes you don't see the the path that you're going through. You don't see what, what you're trying to become. You know, it's sometimes it can be hazy, but I think if as long as you're, you're, you know, believe in a purpose and find your purpose in life, I think that no matter where you're at in life, you're going to figure out what, what your road is. I think that's that's the key to life is just figuring out what your purpose is and, and living through that and, and you know giving out your best and your passion to everybody. Yeah, got to tell you something. I think the listeners can get and get it figured out. And Adam, I'm sure you have too. Is uh, one thing I do know is John Keller is going to be successful at whatever it is he chooses to do, and say uh, what should be an inspiration for all of us, and as he is for our team. You know, can't wait to have him back in the locker room and back helping the Chippewas get some wins, Johnny. Yes, All right. sir. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be good for sure. All right. Well, good, man. Well, thanks a lot and really appreciate you taking the time and coming on. And I know, uh, you know, the people out there have, are really excited to hear from you. And, and you know what? Chip for life, man. And, for sure. Uh, and this place will always be, you know, we'll will always be here for you no matter what you got me yes sir coach i appreciate you having me on here all right but adam you got anything for him john i just gotta know uh how good are these chippewas gonna be this year because i feel like you know coach is humble and they're kind of sneaking under the radar but you've got to kind of pull back the curtain and see what's going on there so can you just give us a little inkling of what to expect here in 2021 out on the football field Oh, we're gonna be great. I I promise you that much. I mean, we're humble, but that don't mean that we're not good. We're we're gonna we're gonna work our hardest to do our best up there. We're we're gonna be real good this year. I, I know it. <laughs> there you go, man. There it is, baby. Thanks so much, and uh, make sure you give your folks a hug for us. And for uh, sure, can't wait to get you back, man. All right. Yes, sir. Nice talking to you. All right, buddy. Well, how about that perspective on life uh, from your quarterback, John Keller, Coach? I mean, you can hear, I'm sure, just the maturity that he's made since April to now to have that outlook, that positivity on everything that he's gone through. Uh, that's a special young man right there. Well, you know, it's just in, in the way he affects when he's spoken to the team now a couple times, you know, 
Um, you know, it isn't about feeling sorry and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's really about, you know, fighting through whatever it is. And, uh, you know, I think the people probably found out just with that, you know, little piece right there that this is a guy that, that is going to be successful. And, uh, this is the guy, this is a guy you want working for your company. You know, this is a guy you want on your team and, uh, you know, it's, it's great to hear and it, it's great to hear his outlook because I'm not sure a lot of people would be that way. Yeah, there's no question. I mean, you, you go through something like that, it, it can really rattle you. But uh, it, it sounds like he's taken the uh, the positive perspective and, um, you know, you go through something like that and you just hope to kind of learn about it and, and move forward and, and continue your life uh, because you know football is important school is important but life is most important and um, really really powerful to hear what he had to say coach well and and you know the other thing it is you know with all the things you know I mean there's, there's just there's really good people out there that care and uh, you know I heard the stories from the people at the hospital and and the people that visited and the the, the well-wishers uh, from not only Chippewa fans, but, you know, the college football world. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it really, you know, you sit back and, and say, man, there's, there's really good people out there. And, uh, you know, for him to carry it the way he has carried it and, and uh, the way he's attacking it, man, that's something special. Absolutely. And you could tell, Coach, he's going to be the biggest fan for you guys, hoping to get back up to school, as he mentioned, and kind of get back in the swing of things and obviously following what the football squad's getting ready to, to do here in the falls. You're just 26 days away from today from that opener at Missouri. Pretty cool. 26 days, huh? That's it. I tell you what, I better get back to the practice field. <laughs> uh, we got a ways to go, Adam. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, it sounds like, too, it's going to be a hot one, at least now. The weather down there in Columbia, it's uh, it's hot this time of year, Coach, so make sure you, you bring the water down there and uh, get those guys ready to go for some, some humid temperatures. I know they can get accustomed to that a little bit up here in the state of Michigan, but uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing like it, and I uh, can't wait. Can't wait for the season to get started. I know you are... You're ramped up, the coaching staff, and, and obviously all the players and everybody involved can't wait to get going with Central Michigan football here in less than a month. Yeah, it's – it's uh, again, these these kids, uh, you know, whatever goes down, whatever transpires, uh, I really like this group of players and group of young men. And, and uh, you know, I know one thing, that they're going to put everything they have out there for – Central Michigan and the Chippewas, and and uh, I'm excited about seeing how we perform this upcoming season. Coach, you gotta you gotta sell it. You you've played at Missouri, right? At what is it, Memorial Stadium? You've played a few Couple games there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so. it's 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 a pretty cool place. I mean, you know, it's it's an SEC stadium. I don't know whether I need to say anything else. Okay. Um, so, um, but. You know, the people are used to success there and obviously had a great run when they were a Big 12 member and then uh, 
you know, jumped into the SEC and won the East a couple times. And, and uh, you know, I have a really good tradition, a really good football tradition and and a uh, place that takes it real serious. So uh, it'll be fun, uh, kind of a tough place to get to because I guess they're, well, of course, it's probably, you know, because we're flying in, but they've got repairs at the airport. So uh, it's going to make the, it's going to make the flight, I think, a little longer having to go to or having to go to St. Louis and then bussing in there. But that's OK. The chips are going to show up and I'm excited to get there and let our get let our guys run around and go play the game. Well, you know, if you can't fly, you know, because I'm trying to sell that the fans need to get down. The Chippewa fans got to go down there and check check you guys out, you know, because they have to wait a week longer before the open air at uh, Kelly Short Stadium. But I did just make the drive down to St. Louis. Now, I know it's a couple more hours west to Columbia, but not a bad drive. So if you need to get on an early September road trip and pack up the maroon and gold and head on down, watch the Chippewas, I think it makes for a pretty good weekend to open up the month of September, don't you say? Boy, wouldn't that be great? Um, you know, traveling with the Chips and, and uh, bringing, bringing a little of Central Michigan there to – the Missouri man that'd be awesome all right coach well final note before we wrap this up I, I was getting I was getting grilled a little bit on on the Twitter sphere uh your favorite social media platform this week and I was getting asked when's the next coach Mac podcast so I, I want to make sure I'm putting out the correct information I did say I think we're going to have one this week so I've I fulfilled that promise, but uh, for the fans that are wondering, are we going to continue to do this leading up to the season every week, or what does the Coach Mac podcast schedule look like for the head man? Well, um, yeah, I mean, if we haven't got kicked off, I guess we just keep doing it <laughs> until they tell us we can't, right? Isn't that what it is? Uh, I think so. And, and just so you know, as we continue every week, I'm going to make sure to open the podcast with – do we have a starting quarterback yet? So just be prepared for that question every single week. I got you. <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, well, you know what? I wouldn't expect anything less from you, so that, that's a good thing. All right, Coach. Well, in all seriousness, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and uh, give us a little inkling of, of what the practice slate looks like this week. Well, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a pretty good uh, – well, we're in it pretty hard right now, obviously. Um, we'll kind of do some walkthrough on Friday and, and have a pretty big scrimmage. I want to get a good look at everybody on Saturday. And, and uh, you know, that that that's really our first time to get a real good look at a lot of these young guys and new players. Um, we'll get an opportunity to kind of see which guys, that, you know, it's it need a little more uh, – Need a little more, uh, rep, a few more reps, and some of them that we think are going to be able to really help us, and and uh, should be good. I'm I'm excited about it, and then uh, then we'll get uh, Sundays off, you know, chance to go to church, get our bodies right, and and get back at it again on following Monday. I love to hear it, Coach. Uh, biased, but it's the best time of the year. Football is back. And uh, that season opener just 26 days away. Have a great week of practice, and thanks again for taking time to talk some CMU football with us. It's great and always fun, Adam. All right, let's go nuts. All right, we can do that. <laughs> Plus, uh, I think it's time we're heading into that kind of part of the season. You know, summer's kind of winding down, winding down, and we start thinking about football. I think along with that, we should start thinking about, you know, 
Fabiano brothers and uh, Bud and Bud Light, don't you think? That's right. That's right. We need to uh, we need to get the beverages flowing and uh, hopefully at Hunter's Ale House here shortly, right? For that for that first show of the fall. Well, it's totally up to you now. I, I just I just do what you tell me to do. Well, we're aiming for that first show a couple days before the season opener, so make sure you mark your calendar September 2nd. Hoping to be back and uh, hoping to just see everybody again, Coach. It's been a long year and uh, certainly will be good to just talk some CMU football and get ready for that opening kick down in Missouri on September 4th. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks.